Seven six with the Grease Man four three two one 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 is my telephone number. Go ahead, you on the air. This Grease Man. Yeah. Oh, this is Doug. I'm I'm an IP. Uh huh. Avid admirer of yours. Hey, I appreciate you. See, people people give me grief. <laughs> I had some TV reporter the other day come in to me and say, Hey, how do you get away? I ain't getting away with nothing. I love IPs. <laughs> this, this, this is really a thrill for me. I'm, I'm finally getting through to you. <laughs> hey, buddy, you made it. So what part of town do you live in? Northwest. Northwest? Oh, one of them hoity-toity IPs, huh? <laughs> Could you play Roxanne by the police? Roxanne? Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know if I can play that particular police tune, but I'll, uh, I'll try to play you a, uh, a police tune this morning. Okay, I'd appreciate it. What do you do for a living? <laughs> you don't want to know that. Come on, buddy. I'm an undertaker. An undertaker. <laughs> an undertaker, I see. Do you, uh, do you do, actually do the embalming and everything? Yes, yes, yes. So you are a mortician? Yes. Oh. <laughs> it gets worse all the time. Oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> I, I know, because I used to work there part-time, buddy. I, I know what you're going through. I had a nice job there uh, dealing with... The deceased. Yeah, I was the night caretaker. I was working my way through college, and Estelle had a job in a supermarket. And I had a job as the night caretaker in a mortuary. And I remember, while I was revolted at first, as the weeks and months wore on, I rather enjoyed the peace and contentment. I'd show up for work at midnight. I'd walk into the morgue, and there'd usually be five or six waiting on the tables. And I'd set my books down and smile and say, Good evening, everyone. How are we today, Mr. Feinberg? Looking a little flushed. And I'd go slap his cheeks. But I remember one time terrible. A young suicide, about 20 years old, came in. She was perfect in every way. Had taken an OD. Her body was completely unblemished. I sat down my books and I looked at her. Then I walked over to the radio that was on the shelf at the wall and I turned it to the beautiful music station and I said, Would you like to dance? And I picked her up off the table and Put her arm around me and held her. And we swayed to the beat of the waltz. Dancing around the room. In front of staring-eyed spectators. We danced and we laughed. In a way I never could with Estelle. And then I sat her down and I ran out and got some burgers. And I, like we had a little lunch. I lit a candle. Her head would loll every now and then as I forced bits of burger between her cheek and gum. I told her all about my life, my dreams, my hopes, my aspirations. And then, as she fell across the table on top of me, I knew she wanted me. God! And so I picked her up and... Well, I don't even want to go into it. I was fired from my job. I thought I was careful, too. I I thought I was careful in not letting anyone know that I had gone over the edge, but... One day, the guy that owned the place called me into his office and said, You're fired. Fired for taking liberties with the stiffs. I said, How could you possibly know? How could you possibly know? 
He said, Estelle called. I said, Estelle? How could she know? She said she got suspicious. Because my hydraulics were tasting like formaldehyde. This man wrote the book on craziness, and he will be signing autographs right after the show. The Grease, DC 101.